Well, folks, we go away for one week and the race war starts. <laughs> <laughs> so, episode... Seven. Is it episode seven? Episode seven of uh, Canada's Hottest Podcast, Timber Republic. We're back after a brief hiatus. Mm-hmm. Um, how was your break, dude? My break was full of disappointment. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it's just like you try to have a career yeah, and then you just, you go nowhere and you feel like you have no grips on your tires. You're just spinning your wheels. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually really okay with not having a, a good career anymore. <laughs> like I, I'm happy like being the fucking bottom of the barrel, the, you know, the, the lower end of the totem pole, if you will. Cause, uh, there's no responsibility, but you mm. still get, you still get a wage. Like yeah. you're not going to die. You know, you're, you're going to have mm. enough food to, or enough money to have food and yeah. fucking a house and shit. And you'll find, you know, a woman desperate enough to marry you at the age of like yeah. 35. And, that's fine with me, man. Yeah, no, to be honest, uh, like, I've been trying to, like, I wrote, I tried to write a rap. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, I've been trying to find ways to, like, make money through YouTube. So I'm thinking that that's what we should be doing and not just having a SoundCloud, but, like, yeah, creating a, a YouTube channel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just don't know. It's a four-part <sighs> series. I've only seen the first video. I had to subscribe to a dude. <laughs> oh, dude, that kid was full of shit, man. Do you actually like? I watched the full. Were you actually like convinced I, by his? Yeah, no, I, I really liked was, it, man. The thousand, uh, the thousand hardcore fan thesis. Yeah, but I was thinking of okay, so the the premise it was like one of those fucking self help, self help YouTube YouTubers like oh oh I fucking got famous doing YouTube you can too here's my secret subscribe to my fucking. You know, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, every four months installment yeah. to figure out how. But, I might have to pay eventually. I well, but his point, argument but... about how like oh, if you if you sell what was it like a, a thousand t shirts for twenty dollars, mm-hmm. you'll make. <laughs> yeah. What's the math on that? Twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> Don't ask me, man. Yeah, twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, twenty times a thousand. Yeah, but like yeah, so he's like it's just, it's just that easy. If you have a thousand fans and. And you sell T-shirts to them for twenty dollars, you'll make twenty. That wasn't his strong point. Well, the thing, yeah, you have to think of the production costs for all this shit, the distribution costs. Like, it's not. I don't know. It was so dumbed down about what he was selling. I like. It just seemed like such a fucking scam. You also, know, too, his actual channel was fucking retarded. Yes, I was it's about like, to say that. It's like how to pick a single pickup chick yeah so, like yeah. it's just the most bullshit like he's there's nothing what that guy does sure he may make money from you know youtube fucking ad revenue but nothing he does in his existence is of any fucking artistic value all he does is leech off I of agree. what the trends are like oh social experiment videos oh fucking pickup videos or or mm. reality like fucking i don't even know what's popular he did YouTube like a nowadays. magic channel that bombed apparently. yeah it was retarded well the big thing now is the elsa and spider-man channels i have no That's idea kid's what that is man it's the thing is is that fucking horny ass 12 year old and 13 year old they need they need like that's their porn they go on youtube and like so this is what this guy does he he makes fucking shitty videos of like pranking he a girl porn for kids. he does he's like pr- he's like pranking pranking girls on the streets 
And then and then they take a fucking Spider-Man screenshot. Shit? They take a screenshot of like a chick with her tits out, basically. Like, oh no! Fucking well, did you see all like the fucking? I haven't. Thumbnails? I didn't see any of that. No, no he showed. He was like scrolling oh, through his channel right. and all his fucking the hot chick in the all thumbnail. His, yeah, all yeah, his fucking okay, thumbnails no, are I, just like chicks with their tits out. Or, that's like, a right. Zoom up of a girl's okay, ass. that's right. That's what he does. And that's all. All it is is they it's get clickbait for young kids. It's just clickbait for young kids that are horny as shit and they haven't discovered RedTube yet. So what? What were you talking about, Elsa and Spider Man? it's a big. Thing now, because like the 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 vast majority of YouTube traffic is like under the age of like it's like under the age of fifteen. It's a young community, eh? Wow. It's yeah. So I mean, a lot of children now adopt it as their main. Like we had YTV when we were kids. Kids nowadays, I mean, I'm sure they still watch YTV, but YouTube is part of their like uh, is part of their enter- daily entertainment consumption. Okay. So there's lots of channels that are just really like like content that's that's. Uh, geared towards children mm. that are like of the five to ten range damn and a lot of the, like the big thing is uh like growing ass men grow up or fucking he's like growing mm-hmm. ass men they they like wear elsa costumes like they walk well, like woman i guess elsa and like spider-man We're talking about from like the from frozen, frozen yeah right. or they'll like dress up as like the joker and shit and they like write these like children's like skits and and sketches and videos right, okay and and it's just, like they get hundreds of millions of views, oh like, so they make God. like an insane amount of ad revenue. So like that's what this guy does. He just sees whatever is popular, yeah. makes his own click, even more clickbaity fucking YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna get views. I mean, yeah, he is probably making a lot of money, but he's also a deplorable fucking loser. Well, like, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, the vibe I got is that he was a college dropout. Sure. Him and his buddy well, were they like, have, they all are probably right. They all they did dedicate themselves to making content. I agree that what he's doing is completely valueless. Like, it, it doesn't offer society anything new. Nothing. That's what pisses me off. But he, he was talking about how if you wanted to make money off YouTube, yeah, here's what you can do. So in his first video, he basically talked about if you want to be able to make a channel, you should be able to rank what you're interested in and be able to think about what kind of market that, you, that you're wondering what kind of fans you would have. You and I kind of went through the same thing. Sure, of course. We said, Timber Republic, we're going to get the dumbest pieces of shit to listen to. <laughs> yeah, the fucking dumbest people. We're going to fucking mold their minds and just, 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 just fucking inject them with bullshit propaganda. And it was that time when you were like, I was like, man, it's going to be chaos. You're like, chaos is a ladder. And I will never yeah, forget that. Dude. When you said that, I was like, man, did I come up with that term? Chaos is the ladder? I don't know, man. It was it was sick when oh, you said fuck, it. You dropped I'm it. so smart. <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah, I know my week really just been a lot of driving to Toronto trying to find a mm. job and it's a bit of a bitch. It took me like three and a half hours to get home yeah. from Toronto to uh to, to the hammer. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bitch. Nice, um but uh yeah, did you uh, do anything eventful during the break? Uh, no, not really. Uh, I uh, watched Band of Brothers. I've never watched Band yeah, of Brothers before. Yeah, you haven't seen before. that? It's good. I know, I know. It's, it's one of those, it kind of dawned on me yeah, like yeah. late last week. I was like, fuck, I've never watched Band mm-hmm. of Brothers before. And which is weird because like I, I'll watch any anything to do with World War II. Oh, I'll yeah. I'll watch, dude. I didn't know that, actually. Hondo P. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so I was, I was watching that. It's pretty sick, man. It's it's like 15 years old now, but it still holds up well. 
And, yeah, it's uh, a four season. It's a complete. No, it's just one season. Oh, it's just episodes. one season. They, I think they made they made a second season based off of the uh, the okay. Japanese theater war. Okay. Like, but uh, I haven't watched that one yet. So you so you've just been watching. Yeah. Well, you know what? Kind of what's been going on in the states is has that's... definitely propelled me to watch that. Cause you want to talk? You want to talk about that? Though, well, that's no? what this whole episode is going to be about, okay. dude. Like, we're we're gonna fucking we're gonna de- delve into the psyche behind uh, oh, the alt right the, the fucktards uh, out there. Let's uh, do it. Yeah. Let's do it, man. How do you want to start with this? Um, well, it was, it was funny because I was, like, even when, it, when like, the first sort of uh, news, like, I guess more so on Twitter, like, when when the original gathering started in, in Charlotte's, what's this, Char- Charlottesville? Charlottesville, Charlottesville, yeah. that's the name of the city. She probably researched these things before I started the podcast. But yeah. like, I was, I was fucking, I was really drunk. Like, cause we came back, we got merch. <laughs> oh yeah. And I couldn't wrap my head around. Like, I was reading all the, like, you know, tweets are coming in at like one a.m. Yeah, Nazi local time, and these and... these giant Nazi protests and all these yeah. fucking scrangly ass dudes holding their tiki torches. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is going on right now? Yeah, the torches were fucking. I couldn't. Wild. They were man. They were whack. They were tiki torches, man. They were tiki torches. They were like, trying some, to hit people with. Them. What are they gonna do with that, man? They're, they're like dollar store tiki torches. <laughs> Fuck, man. But I, yeah, I couldn't wrap my head around it at first because yeah. I was like coming back back from the bar, and uh, the day after, like it, it definitely sunk in more. And that's when I started watching Band of Brothers because I felt like watching, you know, some Nazis getting domed. That's right. But, that's right. Uh, you, yeah, it's you know what? A week later, I think it's this is the one week anniversary of the. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised. You know what? There's probably something planned again for this weekend, maybe in a different city. But I assume there's going to be. I mean, I think from now on, every weekend there's going to be a planned rally. Well, I think they, I think they caught on that um, their torch thing was a little bit lackluster. Oh God! How and they could show the lack of self awareness. Well, well, they want to step it up. So instead of they no longer want to be identified as neo Nazis, they actually want to be identified as neon Nazis. So they're going to have <laughs> like a whole bunch of fluorescent. Like basically, they're gonna uh, go out at night, just completely. Do uh, Tokyo Drift? Tokyo like, Drift, yeah. Oh, and the neon another, Nazis, it's gonna be ooh, fucked. There's another yeah. joke I can make there too, but it's too soon. Like Tokyo Drift into a crowd of people, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, too soon. Nah, too soon for. I don't know. If somebody listens to this in 20 years, it'll be yeah, funny. Yeah, 20 years, it'll be funny. Uh, well, no, that's what the people still get upset over, like, Abraham Lincoln jokes and shit. What? Yeah, absolutely, dude. Come Which is, on. like, there's some funny-ass Abraham Lincoln jokes. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but uh, there are. I've heard them. <laughs> I've laughed at them. I know I have. Uh, but, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was, it was a very, very uh deplorable weekend and i just feel like every weekend this is going to be the norm now to some degree and it just hurts my head to think about mm-hmm. um well i'm worried about um so our our political views as canadians certainly we don't want to be ignorant to the issues that are facing people in america canada has had its experience with nazis sure uh kkk was uh, very prominent um I was just reading an article about how big they were in BC as late as the 70s. Really? Yeah. BC is definitely not the area of Canada I would have pegged to it have. Isn't like... that, yeah, it was surprising. And yeah. I saw a bunch of old uh, a bunch of old photos really? dating back from the 70s, even the mid-70s, right. of, of people dressed in their KKK, yeah, yeah, yeah. handing out flyers in front of, like, <laughs> in front of just small, like, convenience stores. Yeah. And the thing about that is, um, okay, so... 
if you want to tolerate difference, there's always going to be a bit of give and take. This is why you have groups like the Civil Liberties Association originally fighting to have these protesters, the the, the right-wing protesters, right. have a space to give their voice. Because from a civil liberties perspective, uh, if you don't allow people formal avenues for voice and grievances, they will find, they will find an informal, informal and, and often violent. More dangerous. But that's... It ended up backfiring it and people... Like it horrendous backfired horrendous hard, right? right? But this is why... And we've talked about this on the podcast previously. Like, this is why I believe... The, like, I, I don't believe in free speech. And again, can, like, and we don't have we don't have free speech in Canada. Yeah, a we bunch of Canadians, right wing Canadians, went to go protest and yeah, shows, we we don't vice interviewed like, them. We don't have like, and they had this conversation. The, the First Amendment is an American only thing. Like we, I don't know, we we seem to think well, you that have we, you still have Section Two rights. You still have your you still have your Charter rights to freedom of thought, speech, belief, political opinion, but freedom the, of but association. But the idea of free speech that any any uh, topic can be discussed isn't really a, a Canadian. It isn't a value. It, it isn't is, a Canadian. It isn't value. A, that's a good not thing a core because Canadian not value. every thought is a positive one or. A, uh, a progressive thought that is aiding society in any way. Hate speech laws have been used. Yeah, and yeah. that's the thing. If you're right, if you if you're abusing, like at that point, you're just abusing free speech. If you're using it for mm-hmm. for, for to incite violence or to incite incite sorry discrimination. A lot of times, these people um, that it's it's interesting that some of the alt right are anti-establishment. So what they see as right. controlling figures, they 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 want to imagine that there's a giant monolith of uh of corporate uh, moguls who yeah, yeah. control every little nook and cranny of political space but have they ever actually tried to involve themselves politically that's the problem with and a that, lot of these people the thing. they don't dedicate themselves to a life of politics they just get pissed off and call well, it no and yeah and that's the thing too what are they like they're on the the positive end of that small group of people that control politics that's like, yeah. it's their people you know what i mean so it's their what, fellow white straight men that absolutely that was the big and the big sort of i guess head scratcher um for me and i would say for a lot of people and i still haven't really found an answer is what what are their grievances what were they hoping to accomplish and what what are they upset about like they they're they're white straight men they've faced no they haven't faced any sort of discrimination ever (laughs) in their life like Mm -hmm. any any walk of life like what what do they like? They can apply for any job and not have to hide their. You I know, want to make ethnicity. this point. I had an interview, ball and ass uh, firm in Toronto. You sit me down in front of a a, uh, a panel. There's three interviewers. Yeah. They're all white. I show up. I'm a white guy. Yeah. I don't feel out of place. No. Sit me down with a bunch of people who don't share the same dialect, Absolutely. same accent, different skin color, and of course I'm going to feel like I'm yeah. on on edge. And probably my interview skills are going to suffer because I have to bridge Absolutely, a cultural dude. gap. So is Absolutely. there an advantage to me? Absolutely there is. But that's the thing. Like they're they're advantaged in every walk of life. Like what what scenario are they disadvantaged? And that's why they're acting like they're this oppressed, like disadvantaged group. But there's no aspect of their life in which they are. What I have heard from people who criticize even the left, and it's a term that I might have mentioned before, they call it the regressive left. And with that, it comes a question of identity politics. Some people see identity politics as not helping true and uh, a very useful analysis of politics. Because, no, it's not. Well, in, in, a, in a sense, 
people want to carve out spaces for their identities. Sexuality sure. is interwoven with politics, sure. and it always will be. But the difficulty for some people who see um, white people who are from impoverished communities, there are, I mean, South Africa has gone through the same issue now where you see communities of white people, but being a poor white person, right. it's difficult for, for people in those situations to say, where are my advantages? So yeah. there are absolutely white people trapped in cycles of poverty. Sure. And that shouldn't be ignored. And when the right, when the right bring that attention to the forefront, they're making a point which I think most people can still resonate with. Yeah. But, but to the extent that they turn it around and say, oh, but also our forefathers built this land and we're entitled to, to our ascendancy as a white class. Yeah. Well, that's, thanks for fucking jumping the shark, you assholes. Nuts. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, they, like the, they were chanting things like, we will not be replaced. Like, and, what did that like, even what mean? Are, what are you replaced? being replaced from? What, yeah. what, so, like, now your your community is, is 80% white instead of 99% white no that idea. it was, like, I have no idea 30 that years ago. Like, the only thing, I, like, and, and this is a good point I, I read on Twitter, like, the only thing they're really being replaced with is they're seeing more people of color or, like, you know, other marginalized yeah. groups yeah. In, in positions of power. It's almost it's almost sort of the echo of the Obama administration. Like people, oh, I think yeah. a lot of people were very upset to mm-hmm. know that a black man was their president. Those are the kind of people, right? And that's that, that's to them that's a threat to their 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 status quo, their current status quo of being the dominant majority white culture. And they and so that's why it's an yeah. inherently racist thing. That is a very it's, racist. It's thing. not. It's not like you know they can try to mask it as as uh, mm-hmm. oh we're we're just uh, looking you know, for the common person. The, the, and, yeah, we're the common yeah. person upset with the direction of this country. But by insinuating mm-hmm. that by they're insinuating that a multicultural country is essentially a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. They, like, yes, I agree and, exactly. And, and, with and that. that and that argument to me is just inherently wrong. It has to be wrong. And there's no, and that's why like this whole, the whole Donald Trump thing, but we have to hear both sides. Well, I think, you know, much like Nazism in in 1940s Germany, there is a, uh, Mm -hmm. one side of the equation is just inherently inherently wrong and aggressive. aggressive, Yes. Yes, absolutely. So uh, it's, I, I I can't fucking stand these people, and that's another. Yeah. You brought up like the the whole blue collar thing, but the thing I found very strange is it seems. I mean, from what we've seen so far, a lot of them are white, privileged, like educated men. Yeah, which I find really really strange. Yes. Like some some of these leaders that actually see themselves as and actually have a bit of education, um, try to defend their right leaning perspective. Yeah, and the, the the problem that I have is. Okay, you might have good ideas. You might be a politically minded person, but if you allow yourself to be lumped in with with violence and oppression, yeah. then you're no longer serving yeah, as long as anyone's you associate, interested. Yeah, as long as you, you can't, associate, you can't or, associate. Or, or, uh, the minute you don't um, call these people out, yeah, you don't call them out exactly. The moment, the moment you ref, you refuse to um, mm-hmm. to denounce them, yes. you're you're a part of them. Well, tr- that's exactly right? what happened. That's what exactly what happened with Trump. He that's, wouldn't. Yeah. He refused to acknowledge. And I believe it's JFK that said the the deepest sessions of hell are for those who uh, who stand by and witness. Damn, bro. Or something like that. But you know, and yeah, it's I think yeah. it's a very applicable uh, quote. I think it was him. It was either, either him or Martin Luther King. I don't fucking know. Again, uh, I gotta research you know this what? shit <laughs> before I press record. <laughs> well, here's here's my take too, is that I don't mind I don't mind sitting in the middle for a little bit. Like I really mm-hmm. don't I, I don't I don't think in a, a something as dire good. as this that you can. 
Uh, I don't know if I I don't know if I have in this situation. I mean, here's here was my experience during the uh, the election, uh, the the most recent American election. We have a face off between Trump and Hillary, and it's right. the, it's it's the election night, and I'm in Canada. I'm in goddamn Fredericton, New Brunswick, and I can't change the polls, so I show up as a neutral. I'll tell you. Oh man, this was a bad thing to tell someone. So I, I, I walk up, I walk up to this like avid Clinton supporter, and I just say like, "Look, honestly, I'm just here to watch what happens. I'm not picking a side." And she said, "Well, maybe it's your privilege that allows you to be so disinterested." She's not wrong. I mulled it over for a bit, and then I just started like fucking cheering for Trump, and that backfired. <laughs> that backfired hard. Man. And the funny thing is, is that a lot of people at those rallies are probably in the same situation. I mean, not not saying you're one of them. Yeah. But a lot of the video you see are just guys that are like, oh, I'm here to just, troll. I'm here to just yeah, piss people I'm here off. To piss, like, yeah, yeah, it's amazing, yeah. like, Trumpism, how it's, it's, seeped its, way, it's seeped its way into the uh, everyday man. Like, the everyday man has seen now that, because that's what Donald Trump, like, his whole success was based off of, like, this guy gives no shit. Yeah. Like he'll say he'll say racist, misogynist shit. Absolutely. He doesn't care. Absolutely. There's, he doesn't. There's no consequence. He he's you know it's cool. It's good to be a bully. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good to be aggressive. And obviously he, it was it worked for him because he's the president of the United States. Man, think but I think that. it's it's sort of seeping its way down to the average man now. That it thinks, took Whoa. the most articulate, educated black person in political history. An American. An American. Politi- one politi- of the most. One of sure. absolutely. Right. Um, you know, I would say if Lincoln Alexander at a Hamilton could have uh, could have gone uh, gone south of border. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking about how um, with 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 Trump, you know, a white person is able to but that's say that kind you, of you crazy see that bullshit, and you're like, well, if he can do it, you know, why don't me and my my buddies? get together and protest on the street and say, just, say the same be, aggressive yeah, things like be aggressive it's yeah, be aggressive for no reason obviously that was that's it's it's now an accepted part of mainstream culture if it can get a president elected why can't we group up in Man, charlottesville i don't want to blame you for the race wars but you did play charles manson in last in the last episode <laughs> this dude this podcast. is exactly he's probably freaking out in jail right now dude because this is what this is helter skelter this is what he believed but he also thought that the blacks would incite it his belief was that black america well, didn't you see the alt-left how the violent alt-left, they how, were how they how they held hands and and, and peacefully stood there and, and to oh oppose the god yeah and descended upon others with kindness and acceptance. i know right I, I honestly wish, and the, and that was the thing too. I, I wish the like those opposing the uh, the Charlottesville fucking Nazis would have been more aggressive. Like a couple of people got maced. You but that need, was it. yeah. You, on, but the, I think it was mostly cops that were maced and other people. Oh, fuck but it. honestly, man, it's if if the if North American culture continues to like descend, I suppose, into this madness. Like you can't stand by and be passive anymore, right? It's mm-hmm. it's it's that's why I really hope it doesn't seep into Canada because like it's going, you know, you know what I mean, oh, dude. It'll I be, mean, it it'll will. be strange to see it that will first. to some degree, sure. But like you, you know, it's almost a call to arms. Like if that does become a like like I said, a weekly thing or a monthly thing, like 
it's going to have to I'm come get, to the point at some point to violence. Like, I'm getting this uh, Antifa vibe from you right yeah, now. Yeah, dude, bro. absolutely, man. I'll, I'll Fuck. fucking, I'll be, I'll say it, man. Like, I think you have to be militant. You can't nice. stand by and be nice. passive. That's why Hillary Clinton fucking failed. Yeah, is because right. she was the most passive fucking. She was centrist, a little bit too passive. Like yeah. bullshit. I agree. She was up against. You know what uh, I mean? She you, was up against fire and you didn't fight know how fire. To f- yeah, like you fight fucking, fire with fire. Sometimes. You fight fire with fire. Some in this case, you do that. Like, I've said this before on the podcast. Like you can in right. these when dealing with these fucking irrational dumbass. Mm-hmm. Fucked hard. It's like you can't, mm-hmm. you can't deal with deal and logic and kindness. Those words just balance off them. That's right. Like they're they're there for well to troll. Here's right? here's the biggest issue too is that a lot of these people um, that identify as as belonging to a political right spectrum maybe don't either don't see themselves as neo Nazi or just want to sympathize no, with they don't a right see movement. themselves they don't see themselves as being neo Nazi. None of, you, none of them that you talk to will be like, yes. Well, I mean, there probably is a small few, small, small few, few that, that do have could, swastikas yeah. and say, but the yeah. average person there in that, you know, in the on the right side of things. That's on the, the thing you know, is that the if they right, don't see it, they don't see themselves as that. They see themselves as, oh, I just want to support a cause that I believe has yeah, not been reported yeah. by the mainstream media, or I don't believe right. the see, way they rationalize. They rationalize it. in their head. Well, yeah. that's what humans do, right? Like course, we're rationalizing yeah. our stance as well. Yeah, I know, but we're right? but we're taking one that's. Tolerant, and at the end of the day, think so. Tolerance, tolerance has to win out. Um, (laughs) But I mean, you know, like appeasing Nazis in 1940, in 1939, didn't work, right? Appeasing the alt right in 2017 is going to lead to the same. Like you, you can't give them any sort of of forum, dude. Since since like the 19, the skinhead movement in the states, yeah, like communities throughout america have had to deal with like neo-nazi marches it's a fact that they have allowed for formal avenues to have a bunch of nazis actually walk through their towns with swastikas and shit and this has happened that's what free speech allows for. that's what it allows for in the states (laughs) right um but only now in this political situation this political climate yeah um do we see the tension at the breaking point? Yes, yes, absolutely. It really is at the breaking point. And that's point why right at now. the breaking point you no longer are allowed that's to That's right, passive. you no longer have that privilege. And okay. that's why that girl, I mean, in a way she's, you know... Are she, you telling me she was right, bro? I kind of agree oh with her. My I mean, God. she might have said it in a douchey way or whatever, but... So douchey, bro. Right, I mean, you know what? In the... Right, I you, we're Canadian. We have no, we can't vote on. I that felt like on anyways. that night, so that's I mean, leaving that's a the, leaving the library. And yeah, you felt eight like eight o'clock. Yeah, I felt like how am like I supposed to change? The, having a beer at the, the house? Yeah, Washington, yeah. No, I I get that. Like that's a little ridiculous. But I think her idea, in a sense, is correct in that. Like, yeah, you know what I, I mean. If it. you're if you're a, if you consider yourself a tolerant part of the left and you oppose neo Nazis and you live in Charlottesville and you idly stand by, <laughs> then you're then to me. There's nothing. Uh, yeah, you're you're sure. not. You're no okay. different than those that. That, that would that would allow it and watch would, it. Yeah, yeah then those it. that that support neo Nazism yeah. because All right. it's it's a dire time. And the thing is too, like from the like the like, I just wanted to have a beer. I didn't want to support <laughs> fucking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nazis. I'm sorry. Jesus, dude. man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but man, the thing is too that that I learned the one thing I really took away from the last weekend is that the like the the alt right are they're like they're the fucking biggest group of pussies. Like even just <laughs> watching the videos, like. They were they were they were not oh. even opposed by violence. They were opposed by people like cops with fucking megaphones and yeah. people 
holding yeah. hands to bar them, and they fucking ran away with their tails behind, like, yeah. you know, between their legs. Like, because they, they don't know what they're supporting. No, they, they don't, don't know what they they're have, supporting. They have no they idea. Don't tru- I don't think the vast majority of them truly believe in it. So the minute Absolutely, they, they face agree. any any sort of resistance, like, did you see the one video of the kid that was wearing a KKK outfit? No, I never and saw it. And as soon as he was approached by a group of people, he took it off. Just, and he's like, oh, I was just joking. I'm just I'm just here to have fun. Yeah, like, okay, man, buddy. Dude, yeah, no, yeah. No. You're, I, you're, you're here for fun. Is that right, bud? No, I get I get that so let's just let me i'm just gonna put myself in that kid's shoes for a second okay i come from parents that have never uh have never talked to me about racial issues sure right i go down to the fucking mall and i see these shirts they're available for purchase yeah like just i can buy them yeah i have a shirt now because i think it fucking looks cool i have a confederate flag shirt you have a confederate flag shirt i do i will and he's wearing it no. yeah i'm wearing it right now no because i went to gettysburg and uh, i wanted to buy a souvenir and uh i probably should have bought the union one in hindsight but mm. the confederate flag is kind of cool also kanye wore one so i'm allowed to wear one nah, I get i'm just that. kidding i'm just I kidding. get that no i uh that Man, was did in... you see that guy where like he was at the protest in shackles screaming no. at the top of his lungs no. dude it was what was he lit. what do you mean what was, like on what side he was like the left, like and he was, he was a black sh- guy. He was a black what? guy, yeah, wearing wearing like mock shackles around his neck and his hands, and just screaming at the oh, right, bro. That's sick. I got to show you the. I didn't show you the picture of the dude with the flamethrower, did I? No, I don't. I'll make that. I'll make that the picture. I don't. I mean, it's I it's know. an AP photo. I don't know if I'm allowed to. Uh, just I'll, I'll do it anyways. Fuck just it. just mock up if something. I'm, yeah, on if I, I can like adjust I just it. Do it. I think if you adjust it a bit, it's okay. But yeah, this fucking dude. This fucking dude, this ah, like this dude's fucking awesome, man. I, I want to find him and give him a high five. But he <laughs> he rigged up like a flamethrower using like a Febreze bottle, and just this beautiful oh, picture, man. like it's almost like a Renaissance painting. It's mm. him pointing it at these fucking these redneck douchebags that are waving a Confederate flag in his face, and he, he and the photographer caught it mid shot of a stream of fire shooting at the flag shooting towards the flag it's oh, the best fucking photo and this dude this fucking jack dude just sitting back <laughs> flaming flame torching just as like you just know he fucked those guys up and yeah. that's like, I, I immediately i wish they would have caught the aftermath of that because those guys probably fucking ran away immediately like yeah. a bunch of pussies that well, i would run away from a dude with a flamethrower yeah but sure. it's just like there was so many instances of like immediately as soon as that as soon as the uh the dudes with their fucking tiki torches saw any sort of resistance. They just so, so then this is disbanded. the premise behind the, the anti-fascist movement is that meet these dumbasses before they can try to mobilize thought because they yeah. don't have conviction right, they right have, now. Yeah, they no. have no conviction. No. Like, Dude, stand these people alone and ask them if they believe in yeah, neo-Nazi principles. Yeah, I know. That's principles. what I mean. If you, I know, if you pull them, if, pull if them you aside. get them out of a group and talk to them, and there's no way them. they'll admit to you. Because what kind of society do they yeah. really want? Like, no, do they I want know. genocide in their streets? Yeah, do If they, you I ask know. them if they wanted yeah. to see genocide of their neighbors. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I, I mean, I have no faith in humanity, but I, at the same time, I don't think that we're inherently that bad. Okay, I, f- I feel you. I don't. No, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Uh, you, you don't that think we're ad, at that. I don't bad think to we're that to... bad. I don't think we'll ever be that bad. Uh, in, okay. I mean, you know, there's probably different parts of the world where that is different. Like fucking dudes in Serbia, like legitimately just want to kill fucking Muslims yeah, and shit yeah, like yeah, that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, there's just certain parts yeah, yeah. of the world where like ignorance is so entrenched in the culture that yeah, um, that scares me. Yeah, not saying not saying it doesn't exist in North America, but I don't think that. Uh, it'll ever become that like uh, a predominant of the thought in the mainstream that mm-hmm. like you'll 
actively like be able like people individual people will, will proudly declare I want to kill my neighbor because he's X Y and Z and I'm not you know what I mean I don't think your neighbor's an X Y Z why didn't you tell me <laughs> I fucking hate those guys I, know, I hate those fucking X Y Z's X Y Z's sorry we're in Canada we're in Canada I, know. I call them Z heads. <laughs> yeah that's actually that sounds like a really funny fucking slur for the xyz some, e- some ethnicity i don't know which one but goddamn Zed you fucking zed heads <laughs> <laughs> taking all their bitcoin <laughs> <laughs> uh, stop you... mining my bitcoin you goddamn zed head <laughs> yeah so essentially what i'm getting at is that if if you are if you sympathize in any way, shape, or form with the alt right and in this movement, like you are a neo Nazi, don't try to like, <laughs> yeah. don't try to sugarcoat oh, or try to rationalize with yourself. Here's me telling you: the world perceives you as a neo Nazi, uh, and you're deplorable. Man. You're, well, you're deplorable. Let human me being. let me play devil's advocate since we couldn't actually have because we couldn't we a, a guest. Yeah, we, we couldn't well, get. Well, we don't guest. fucking know anyone. I don't think so. Anyways, I'm sure we do, but. Uh, what's the, okay, so what's devil's advocate with this? Devil's advocate says says exactly this: that your analysis and your framework is a binary one, lumping all people who feel disaffected into a white supremacist right narrative. Um, and I feel that that is also well, what that's also what mobilizes people into feeling that the liberal intelligentsia denounces them for right, their whiteness. Right. Right. And then they're pissed, and they're pissed. Yeah, at that. yeah, and that is, you know what, that is to you actually very well summed up what their <laughs> argument is because that I, I, I don't know, like, I, 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 to me that's just if you if you uh, uh, knowingly agree to join a, uh, a uh, what do you even know what the name of that march was? Was there a name for it? Like the uh the white power march i don't even know what <laughs> like if you if you with like yeah, in in good power. faith think it's a good idea for you to join that marching line and grab a tiki torch and if you're willing to even if you passively support it to me you're just like there's as like so, any sort of support to that movement is is to me an inherently so wrong here one. here's i agree with you because well, Look, of course you agree with me. No, no, We're no. in the same... No, no, but I, no, no. I want to build on your point. Okay, okay. So. I agree with you. We're on the same podcast. We could differ on some things, but we're not going to differ on nonsense. No, because we're fucking educated human beings. Okay, so <laughs> if you join a rally, if you go to a protest, okay. it probably is a good idea to know who's organizing it. Showing up for oh, a protest, yes. like showing up for the G20 is one thing. You just, you know, yeah, yeah, you, you just want to see what goes down. Yeah, you just want to break shit. You just want to break shit. That's yeah. cool. You have some really nice black clothing. You want to. Yeah, you want to don it for the cameras. Absolutely. You, you want to don it for the, for, uh, for, uh, anyways. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, in this situation, the guy who was leading the, sh- the Charlottesville protest, man, this guy, they, Vice City did a great job interviewing. Uh, is it Richard Spencer? Is that the dude? I feel like I'm drawing oh, a huge no. blank. He's a he's he's got this kind of weird yeah. lift, but no, he talks no, 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 like no. this. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, no. Rich, he's well, like, Richard no. Spencer is one of the main. He's one of the main like white supremacist thought leaders in, in oh, the wait. United States. Okay, it's I, not. No, it's not. I know who you're talking about. It wasn't. Uh, him. Okay, all I was gonna say is that this guy is openly hostile towards mm-hmm. minorities. Mm-hmm. Like, like it, here's the thing. Even if you feel like you're you're not being served by your political right. uh, representatives and you feel like 
people need to be aware of your personal uh, grievances. Right. Don't show up to a protest when the guy is a self-avowed goddamn Nazi. Yeah, and you're you're like, guilty, you're guilty by association. You will be guilty by it when you're, somebody is that extreme. Things can go to hand a protest. Yeah, absolutely, sure. but when you know this guy gets this guy gets maced, and all of a sudden people are like, "Hail, whatever, hail, he'll always live." Yeah, like if people start yelling "hail" at your yeah, anytime the word "hail," anytime the word "hail" is dropped, you should leave. You should leave. You okay? should disassociate yourself immediately. From uh, that. Immediately. Okay, and be like, sorry, buys, fucked up. Yeah. Thought I was going to have a good time. You're No, you're 100% right, dude. But, you're 100% uh, right with but that. But yeah, so at the end of the day, there should be people that if you went to that protest as as a torch carer, carrier, carrier. Um, yeah. and, and you did not know the full extent of what was happening, first of all, you're a dumbass. You're but dumbass second of all, come clean with yeah. people. You should be telling people that you fucked well, up. Well, that's the thing, too. There's all these... Like, and there's actually like sob story fucking articles coming out about dudes that were there and were photographed and like oh my life is ruined because I, they saw the vehicle plunge into uh well, like I, I was watching one actually before i came over this fucking nerdy ass piece of shit loser <laughs> nerdy like this fucking loser oh i'll pull him up you know what i'll, I'll pull him up and play his video on the podcast yeah. he's such a fucking loser and he's like i can't go back to boston university this year because i've been receiving death threats because oh, i've been photographed holding man. a torch and yelling is like well you're like you I have zero honestly, zero sympathy for you, you honestly honestly own it. I, I here's the thing is I understand that people could have made a mistake by joining this thing, but I think at this point, yeah, you're gonna face some hostility. But it's no different than what happens to people like uh Triglypuff. You've heard of this this <laughs> feminist chick, Triglypuff. Oh, no, Triglypuff. Yeah, no. Triglypuff is the no. quintessential um feminist who who was documented being triggered during a uh, during a panel discussion um, okay. led by um, I'm gonna forget his name some some super right wing dude. Anyways, she's on a campus and she is uh, is an overweight lady who is flailing her arms just excessively and just shouting a whole bunch of crazy shit. So, anyways, they they make her a meme and trig the Triglypuff meme. Yeah has lived on for years and dude all she was trying to do was just make a couple points like right, she right, she's right. obviously a passionate person but she never thought that the right would take her act of protest and ridicule her right. forever they found her like her myspace page and they have pictures of her and she doesn't have like the nicest body but <laughs> pictures of her trying to sell her features and it's just not it's not working for her oh god and uh and so and they do they ruined her so it happens to the left and it happens to the right but just be prepared, like own up to what, own up to who you are. I don't know. The, 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 to me, that's different though. Like one is a woman in an, in an act of uh, passion yeah. and passion justice. Yeah. Yeah. Political, like an impassioned political, political rant. Right. Yes. And the other is a pre-organized mm-hmm. fucking white supremacist rally. Like, you, okay, that's you know right. what I mean? Like, you know what you're saying? Yeah, she was completely for. alone. She just was her sitting sure, in a chair screaming sure, sure, sure. at somebody who was, was telling her that her lifestyle was wrong. Right. And uh, yeah, yeah, she yeah. was voicing her opinion, and then the right, the right got a hold of it, and yeah. she lives on as Triglypuff. I don't know, man. Like you can't if you're fucking marching through the streets of Charlottesville, and this it's dark out, and the, you're 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 fucking chanting like "White Power, oh, we yeah. will not be replaced," <laughs> holding tiki torches, like it's you know, fucked, dude. You, immediately, people are gonna take photos of that, and 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 that's right. They're gonna fucking put that picture beside that's a picture right. of the fucking 
rallies That's right. in Nazi Germany, you know, the Nuremberg yeah. rallies and, and shit. And fairly so. And they look the exact same, fairly and so. you're okay. going to be on the wrong side of history. Ah. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. No sympathy for these fuckers. Okay. Guys. I have All the video right. here. This kid's a, just listen to his voice. This is what I see when I this is what I mean when I say they're just the biggest fucking pussies you'll ever meet. Like they're the kids we all made fun of in high school. Look at his face. (laughs) No fucking loser. (laughs) Supposed to be entering Boston University for my sophomore year. That's how this kid talks. Response to recent death threats and threats against my physical safety. I decided that that might not be the best idea. (laughs) It's disturbing to me the level of hate that people have been able to express and been able to feel against someone they've never met, never saw, never had a conversation with. They say that we're the hateful ones, we're the bigots, and I get messages all day long from people I've never met telling me what a terrible person I am. There's no hate on this side. I hate no one. I would never do anything like that. And so I, I think it's a little bit upsetting that the political climate is the way it is. He probably hates his speech therapist. to Charlottesville over the weekend Watch. was to demonstrate it was to show solidarity for a cause which has not been talked about in the mainstream media, which the American people never got a vote on, and that is the fundamental transformation of the composition of our country. What? I love it. So migration or immigration. So he, no, so he says, I'm not a hateful person, but I went down to Charlottesville to, <laughs> or, to, to protest the composition of our country. <laughs> The racial composition. The racial composition. So I don't hate anyone, but if I see any more blacks in my goddamn neighborhood, I'm going to snap. I'm going to snap. Like, kid's like fucking 20 years old. He talks like he's a 1940s, like, yeah. m- like mid-Atlantic, like yeah. fucking detective movie character. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. So Charlie, you see? You see? I didn't really want to. Uh, what a fucking loser. That's ridiculous. I know, and that's the thing. Like These guys actually think that... that Anyone's gonna feel any sort of goddamn sympathy, like. So he wanted to put, he wanted to put the expulsion of visible minorities on the uh, on the agenda yeah, for the last and people, election. Yeah, people are are judging me for they don't know who I am. Well, we kind of kind of just told us who you are because yeah, you you, you know going to you bash- said enough in the thirty second fucking video I, I found. I hate you. I know I know enough about you. Because you don't believe that the composition of North American race <laughs> is correct. And I'm sure he doesn't want more. I'm yeah. sure he's not there to argue for more minorities. I think that that's probably a fair assessment. It's a fair assessment, right? I don't know, man. I just think they're just the wimpiest fucking like white piece of shit nerds. <laughs> like they spent their... And this is another point I saw brought up. Uh, I think it was Michael Rapoport, who's like a He's like a comedian, like a... A fucking hilarious video. He was going on this rant about, like, you spent your Friday night fucking, like, marching through the streets with tiki torches. Like, you're a 20-year-old kid in a university town. Why are you not out getting pussy right now? Like, (laughs) go into a bar, you fucking loser. Go have fun. Go have fun. It's a Friday night, you fucking loser. Like, Go fuck a Latino. Yeah. Like, why you actually want to dedicate your Friday night to this bullshit? Like, you're hanging with a bunch of other dudes and chanting (laughs) through the street. Like, we... Oh, it's, oh man I, I don't know man yeah why aren't you doing something productive is probably the best way to put it well they think they're doing something productive right they in solidarity to talk about the <sighs> composition of my country yeah that's disappointing clearly well, he's so he's he's in such denial if he says that he well, no i mean it's the same you know his his act of marching is the same as us making this podcast right like that's that's their voice i guess yeah 
fuck, man. Yeah, he should have his own podcast. Yeah, we should have him on the podcast, dude. There are a couple right-wing podcasts that actually I was hoping we could uh, try to enter like a turf war with and try oh, to dude. generate traction. Well, we're going to with the one. Yeah, the one. I don't even think that they like trig gent. Trigent, I don't even know what it's called. Yeah, triggered might be the actual title. Yeah, of we gotta look those up. We'll talk about it. We'll we'll, we'll prepare a thing. We'll next, do some research and we'll try episode, to come yeah, back we, with a slam attack. I do want to chirp those guys against they're fucking the losers, man. Yeah. No, that's you know what, man. We need some. We need to get some buzz, and that's that's an easy way of doing it. Just fucking leeching on someone that's already established, and just just yeah. Hey, fuck! I don't. I don't give a fuck. That's I've got no dignity. Right. I don't fucking sell my sell myself. That's right. For some fucking clicks. Get some views. clicks, bro. So we'll get that YouTube channel going then, I guess. Yeah, we'll get between some now and channel. the next. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's easy. Next that's easy peasy. It's uh, it's it's easy to upload shit on YouTube, man. Cool. And, yeah. So, did you, you did you watch? Uh, did you see any of the videos of the people tearing down the one fucking? Uh, oh yeah, climbing the statue. Uh yeah, and uh, is it Durham? I didn't. Uh, I didn't North see. Carolina, Durham, Durham. I. I Again, fucking should have got this shit beforehand. But oh, there's such a great fucking video, man. Like that and the uh, the uh, fucking smoking loud fat kid video. You from love last that. Week. Oh, it's the funniest goddamn video. So let's talk about this. Uh, oh, fuck. Talk about this video. Was is it the same one I'm talking about? The statue where they're climbing the statue? To... Well, they pulled. They ripped, like a, a whole group of people just ripped it down. Ripped it down. Yeah, it was awesome. It was like a Confederate. Yeah, it was a Confederate, Confederate statue, symbol. Right? Yeah. And they just like this whole. It was awesome to see like. This whole group of people is just—it was this pro, like obviously, I guess it, it, it didn't end up being a peaceful protest because they destroyed property. But when it's racist mm-hmm. property, it's—I think I think destroying it. property is more symbolic violence. I think it's unfair to label any of that as a violent protest. Yeah, right. If all you're doing is taking but I down guess property, saying, saying peaceful protest is probably not the best description. Yeah, <laughs> no, there is a, yeah, there I definitely mean, is a, it's it's symbolic. Doesn't it's matter. Symbolic. It was awesome. <laughs> it was it was so fucking awesome to see like. Everyone's just cheering as it comes down. People are walking up and spitting on it and kicking mm. it. It's like that, ah, uh, dude. And no, no, I was actually um, one thing I didn't know, and this is I found this to be fascinating. Um, so, like, I, I I don't believe that. Conf- like, I I think it's absurd that Confederate statues are still so prominent in the. I just yeah. think when you, when you see a statue in general, you have to think about like. Statues don't just like sprout from the ground, right? There's always a reason. There's always, yeah, always, there's always a political pull. There's always an agenda behind a statue. You yeah. got to think about who's paying for it. What's the message they want to get across? Yeah, you know, yeah, like no statue yeah. just appears out of nowhere. There's no. a meaning behind it. Um, no. And a lot of those statues that uh, Confederate statues actually were actually built uh, in like the mid 20th century. A lot of I think a lot of people just assume that they're like. Older. There's Civil War era statues yeah, okay. commemorating, like oh, that's interesting. You know, commemorating mm-hmm. the you know the recent end of the the war, the you know the heroes of the the, the mm-hmm. heroes of the South or the so-called heroes of the South. But um, mm-hmm. a lot of those statues were commissioned in the 50s and 60s. That's fucked up, actually. Not really. Well, why? Though? I think, well, think about what happened in in in, uh, in America, especially in the mid in the mid century, like socially. You got me, man. The civil rights movement. Oh, the sixties for sure. Right, yeah. the civil rights, like the the black power movement. And so, how do you think that white supremacists combated a lot of those? Putting up, putting up monuments. statues of of man. Like, that's some Freemason shit. That's some bro. shit, dude. That's some shit. So, 
I mean, if you know, next time you see a Confederate statue, make sure to piss on it, folks, because <laughs> I know we've been doing our part here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, no, in Canada, we're too busy pissing on. Uh, there's a kid that pissed on the war. What did he do? The Ottawa, like unknown soldier war memorial. Come you remember on. that? Some kid, some drunk guy pissed on it. Uh, it was like a big thing, like ten years ago. Whatever, man. People piss on shit when they're drunk. Who cares? But uh, I, I thought that was fascinating. You know what I mean? There's like, there's a, when you see a statue, like, just think about why it was commemorated. Like, there's always, there's always a reason behind that iconography mm-hmm. existing. It doesn't just. And that's some power structure shit. That's some. That's yeah. what I mean. And that's why it's it just like the the south, like the south is just so inherently racist because of, like that power structure there exists. Are, there are probably a few statues in Canada that uh, that could come down if you think about. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I, was, I was actually kind of racking my brain about that, but I mean, I can't think of any prominent statues that I can think of that, like. Well, you can ask some of the older ones. You can ask whether they supported uh, the slavery agenda. Yeah, and I think that I that's know. that's a real question. I don't question. know. Yeah, it's 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 kind of hard to say because like slavery was outlawed very early on in Canadian yeah, in Canadian yeah, society yeah. relative. You to, couldn't own it. So like that's the slavery. thing. Like most of these war generals and, and Confederate uh, you know monuments are dedicated to people that were like genuine that were outgoing white supremacists and outgoing slaveholders. Like they Fuck, believed that was man. the moral right of men. Yeah. Like, white men my, was to I have be property, yeah. Yeah, was to, to be the dominant culture. So it's a it's a lot to me it's a lot Damn. more cut and dry. Then I, I mean the Canadian context. I'm sure there are examples of it. And, can we and can we talk about some movies? What movies do you want to talk? about? I want to talk about. Well, I was just thinking most recently of Django Unchained. Oh, dude, I love Django, man. But That's I also I also want to talk about Get Out. Yeah, honestly, dude. To be honest with you, I didn't think it was like as amazing as you. I don't think it's as amazing as you think it is. I think it might be more amazing than you think it is. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. I I liked it. I just don't think it was. I, don't, I I think it's the best movie. I think it's just to me the 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 horror genre is uh, superficial, right? It's hard to me. It's hard to create a truly in depth, thought provoking film on race relations when it is presented in uh, sort of the hmm. the cadre, like the the frame right, the framework of a horror film. Because the horror film was very much like a, a superficial. I don't know, man. The first time I watched it, I laughed through the whole thing. I thought it was. I thought it was very clever. The thing about yeah. it, and I mean, if you don't want to talk about it, that's cool. No, but, no, no, absolutely. I want to hear your uh, thoughts on if, it. Dude. If here's the thing: is when you put yourself in the mind of somebody who experiences their own difference, right. every word, every statement, every every gesture is read a little bit differently. And I think that's not to say that um, the the main character, mm-hmm. protagonist, thought he was a victim. In fact, it took him a long time to accept his own place of insecurity. I think he overlooked many things that uh, in any other situation, if he wasn't trying to, right, right. if he wasn't trying to actively protect himself, that he would have found to be unnerving. I would kind of wish they kind of delved, dived more into like, because you're right, probably especially because he's from New York City. Yeah, he's dating a white girl. Like, which is, a, I mean, a lot more commonplace in an urban multicultural setting as opposed, like, there's that, there's that sort of, they don't really delve into it much, but I wish there was more, uh, I guess, of a dichotomy between the urban and the rural. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, like there that, was. That story they did. wouldn't they have made that story wouldn't have made wouldn't have sense. made sense if it took place in New York City. Yeah. Because that's you know right. what I mean? Like there's something about the, the rural, characters wouldn't be believable. The rural white America, that's sort of where I think especially the like the concept of slavery and white supremacy is is sort of do you think that's what it's been, like still today? Well, I think that's sort of in in American conscience. That's where um, that we've always associated that uh, that movement with, like the literally the fringes of of society and geography, like literally on the outskirts of town. That's where that that idea of white supremacy still it can still kick about. exists. Yeah, right. And okay. I think you know what I mean. That's why. All that, right. Uh, but I mean, they're not like the, the thing is like the white family. They're not really white supremacists. They're more so just because they, they, you know, they talk. They're, they're the people that voted for Hillary Clinton, right? They're the mm. people that like, or no, they voted for Obama. Well, that's that's what I'm you're saying. saying who, yeah. who then voted for like those yeah. those send those passive just centrists, yeah, quote unquote liberals. But they don't really like. No, I get you. They man. don't really consciously, you know what I mean. It's almost like a narcissistic liberalism, mm-hmm. voting for Obama for the sake of voting for Obama to look, to appear mm. progressive. But you know what I mean. And I think that's what the film's trying to say is that those people are just as dangerous as white supremacists because they may act like they, you know, damn, they support. You said like, you didn't like that film. I, You're I, killing I it. Right think, I just don't think that genre of film you don't has poten- it, has as much potential. Like I think. I think a film like Moonlight is way more, way more just, insightful, just way yeah. more insightful in the way it's shot, the way it's filmed, the way it's structured, as opposed to a uh, a horror film, because the horror genre yeah. still has to have that aspect of uh, of thrill and yeah, I, get I don't that. know. It take uh, to me, it takes away from what could be some of the spent, layers, yeah. time that could be spent on further analyzing. Analyzing what the message is right. supposed, supposed to be. Spend more time yeah. in violent in violent scenes that actually. Right, and so, yeah, that's. I mean, you have to dedicate time to the, the you know the twists and the, yeah. the turns and the violence. I don't know. I was just at a particularly like you it's, know. It's unique. I will give you yeah. that, man. It is a really unique film. Um, cool. Yeah. And what about Django? Ah, uh, dude, Do Django's you... fucking the best, man. <laughs> Django's... Django, man. I, ugh, Django Unchained. Django's man. such a fucking great film. Just the one thing I always found really problematic with that movie. And I'm surprised people that made more about it, a stink of it before was that, like, because Django, like, it, he's kind of saved by the white man. Like, he's kind of the white knight comes in. Yeah, like, yeah, the German the, guy. Yeah, because yeah, at the beginning, he's, like, kind of, he's the, 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 like, the stereotypical, like, Uncle Tom, like, yeah. you know, poorly spoken, uneducated That's black right. And he gains confidence and from that experience. And he gains confidence in his ability to, like, present himself and 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 uh, communicate better once, once he's that taken under guy. the tutelage oh. of uh, uh, Christopher uh, Christopher Waltz. That's right. Who's like one of the best Damn. fucking actors of all time. Dude. Man, you uh, you've nailed a real problem. Dude, I'm fucking on the dope. Head. I am dope at analyzing movies, man. If there was actually like a career I could make out of that, I'd this is it. I'd be doing it. Dude. We're, every every we, other episode, we could do. We should do for the Patreon. That's what we should do, man. We Pick should have some a, movie episodes. All right. We'll That'd see. be sick. I'd like to do that. That'd be sick. Yeah, that's actually okay. a really good idea. Dude. All right, we'll do one where we just that. yeah, I we're like it. That shit. Yeah. Okay. What time are we at? It's got to be at? like. Yeah, I think we're actually probably around an hour. I. Fifty-four minutes right now. I would call that a healthy run. Do you want to close off with any lighthearted? Uh, lighthearted shit. Um, 
No, not really, man. <laughs> it's kind of not the. Uh, it's not. It's not, it's not the not time. The, it's, it's not, not really the time to laugh. I don't know, man. I've been laughing this whole podcast. You've been laughing? No, you haven't. A little bit. You've been laughing at all. The man. neon Nazi was a funny. The neon Nazi. <laughs> yeah, that joke. I don't know. Did you guys get that joke though? Like the neon, because like Tokyo Drift, like, <laughs> like they always have like neon yeah. lights at the bottoms of their car and shit, like fluorescent lights. Uh, I didn't get it, but I didn't care. That's what I was trying to get at, like, because so I was like. It's like a Tokyo Drift episode, and I was like, "Oh, Tokyo oh Drift God, you're so ridiculous!" People. I'm sorry. not, man. I'm not. You're so ridiculous. I'm not funny, bro. man. No, I, I am funny. Yeah, yeah. I'm funny. I'm funny. Yeah, yeah. I'm but, funny. All right. 